0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And y'all know I like to monetize. And so today, we are going to be talking to my girl. I met her on social media, but then I found out that she lived close, and we, my cousin and her went to high school together. Y'all always know I got a story for how I meet people and networking. So, Latasha, welcome to the Social Media Decoded Podcast. So excited to have you today.
1: Hi, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here too.
0: Yes. And we are going to be talking about side hustles and monetizing our side hustles. So Latasha, I would love if you could tell the listeners a little bit more about your story and how did you get started with your business?
1: Oh, yes. So I am the founder of Arts and Budgets LLC. I actually started my blog when I was pregnant with my first son. And me and my husband were like, let's start a, you know, a side hustle. You know, what side hustle could I do while I work from home? Cause I wanted to be at home with my, with my baby. So I said, a side hustle blog. I had saw so many individuals making 10K, 20K with a blog. So I was just like a sponge. I'm like, how can I do this too and do what I love on the process? So we created um, Arts and Budgets LLC, which helps individual side hustlers, side hustlers and go-getters find the best and most profitable side hustles for them. And I also help um, aspiring bloggers and new bloggers turn their blogs into profitable businesses.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. So there may be listeners who are listening and they're like, I have this side hustle and I want to turn this into a full time business. Give us like three tips for those people listening on how we can turn our side hustles into a full time business without, without the stress, because we may be
1: stressed feeling like, can we really
0: do this? But it really, it, it is possible.
1: Right. So I think the first thing is making sure that you love what you're doing. Right. Figuring out, is there a proven demand for this? Do I love doing this? Right. That's the first thing, because we don't want to get burnt out. That's first because it can burn you out really quickly, right? And then setting up a schedule for consistency because that is key. A lot of people start side hustles and they get in it and they're, you know, and they're really passionate about it, but it's hard to stay consistent. So figuring out what type of systems are going to work. Are you a mom? Are you, you know, what are the things that you're doing on a daily basis? Figure out all of that and then put that into a schedule so you can help with consistency. And then learning the logistics of side hustles. So that is learning about taxes, self-employment taxes, and things like that, things that people overlook in the beginning, I think is one of the, some of the top three things people should look into as well.
0: Oh, that's good. Because those taxes, they will catch up with you. So make sure
1: you... <laughs> even if it's just a
0: side hustle, you still have to pay taxes. So that, that was a good tip. So I know you started, you said blogging and I started I started blogging back in two thousand and nine on Blogger. I know you probably remember that it's back in the day. Yes. It was woo. So then I moved to WordPress. So let's talk about blogging for a minute. I know there's people who are like, okay, is blogging dead? And do people still read blogs? What has been your experience? Because I know your blog has really been profitable for you. So how is blogging? Is it dead? What are some tips if people want to start a blog today that they're you know that they can implement?
1: oh, that's perfect. So I always get that. Are blogs dead? Are people even reading blogs? And the answer is yes. When we go on Google and we click on, like, if we're um, looking for something like a recipe, when you click on one of the sites, it's a blog. And that blogger is probably earning money through display ads, right? So blogs are not dead, y'all. The way of thinking, I think most people think of blogging as maybe like somebody like writing about their diary, but blogging is actually serving your target audience. So let's say I was a food blogger, right? And I was uh, writing about vegan food. I may have a ton of vegan recipes on my website. And when somebody searches on Google, they might find my blog posts, which can send traffic to my website. So I'm serving them. I'm helping them solve a problem, like how to find, you know, different ways to make spaghetti as a vegan, how to make vegan burgers and things like that. So blogging is not dead at all. It is over like so many people read blogs every single day, but they just don't realize that, that they're blogs.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And businesses. Let's talk about that too, because I used to work for a hair and beauty brand and we know that there are businesses listening. I know y'all listening. Mm -hmm. Y'all see. So business blogs, how is that beneficial too? Because if I'm searching for, and y'all can search this, I think I have mentioned, mentioned this before here on the podcast, but for this business, the business I used to work for, Myel Organics, we created this blog post and it was the best or the top... Something about hot oil treatments, okay? The best hot oil treatments for natural hair, okay? So if you type that in, the blog post should come up, number one. And that's benefiting that business because if someone is, and we know natural hair, it was a, it's a whole movement, it's a whole thing. So if they're searching for the hot oil treatments or how to do a hot oil treatment or a hot oil treatment, that business is going to come up. So what do you say to business owners who are like, I don't want to start a blog. I don't want to do this. I'm pretty sure it's beneficial for them too.
1: Right, absolutely. So even like entrepreneurs and businesses that don't have a blog, it is so beneficial for them because they can earn passive income through ads and people can find their products and services naturally through Google if they really optimize for search engine optimization, which is SEO. That's the key thing, like finding these keywords that people are looking for in your target audience and writing these blog posts that they're searching for right now. And if they're maximizing for that, they can get um, you know, if they're on, like, if they're with an ad management company like Mediavine or AdThrive, I think AdThrive just changed their name. I did, I, I think, but like a company like Mediavine, that's who I'm with with, with my ads. You can actually monetize that way and earn passive income. Every single day. So, businesses that don't have a website, I always say get one. You know, get a VA or someone or writers to help you write the content because you can actually earn money every single day passively through affiliate marketing and display ads.
0: That was such a good point that you made. I really think that business blogging is not dead. Blogging, in dead. blogging is not dead in general. I think that we need to rethink how we're reaching people with a multi-channel approach. And I know that you also leverage Instagram. So can you talk about how you leverage Instagram with your blog?
1: Yes. So um, I am on, actively on Instagram. So I try to post at least every day or every other day. Instagram is such a goldmine if you want to sell any digital products. People are asleep on Instagram. Like if you're consistent, if you are like, you know, doing the reels every day, Some of them could go viral if you're staying consistent, just testing out stuff, looking at your analytics and insights, seeing what your audience wants and things like that. That's another platform that can actually help you open up and build a community of people and followers who actually start to trust you because they see you. They see your face. They see you on stories. They see you on Instagram. And I tell you this, for my course, Block for Profit Academy, almost 80% of the people find me on Instagram. That's how like big it is. And it's like I have my email list too, but like almost 70 to 80% will say I well I actually found you on Instagram. I'm like, "What?" That's so crazy, but it's so true that, you know, utilize the platforms while we have them for free. You know, but always build that email list, but utilize a platform or two to help build that business.
0: Yes, that was so good about Instagram and I think many people, you know, they think that cross-promoting or promoting your blog, there's not a way to do that, but you can do that on Instagram. And another platform that just came to mind, because I know this is huge for blogging before we get into one of my favorite segments of the podcast, Pinterest. Now I know people maybe sleep on Pinterest, but blogging and Pinterest go hand in hand. Can you give us a few tips on how we can leverage Pinterest in our strategies?
1: Yes. So Pinterest is really big on search engine optimization too, like Pinterest SEO and Pinterest keywords. So the thing about Pinterest is now Pinterest is a little bit different than it was a few years ago. Pinterest now is focusing on creating fresh new pins every single day. Now it may take a little bit of work and I have my VA helping me with this, but creating about three to five fresh new Pinterest pin images for your posts. I have over a hundred blog posts on my personal finance blog, Arts and Budgets. So basically with that. Um, we're making fresh new pins. She is um, almost like and then sending them out for two weeks as a schedule. Pinterest is really big on uh creators creating those fresh new pins, even if you could get one out one fresh new pin for the next, you know, from one different blog post for the next 14 days, it's better than nothing. They're also big on you being active on the platform. So you are pinning other third party pins to your boards. Remember those boards are your mine, right? They are the things that Pinterest gets to know what your content is about. So if you're on Pinterest, the second tip would be create your boards, create 10 to 15 boards, focusing around your target audience and then start pinning other pinners, which are third-party pinners, um, content to those boards as well, as long, you know, with your content too, because that signals to Pinterest, what your Pinterest page is about and who to put your content in your, your content in front of. Okay. And then, um, So staying consistent, make sure you're getting those boards and maximize and optimize those keywords. So look in the Pinterest search, see what people are searching for, type in keywords that are related to your topics and your niche and see what other bloggers are pinning and see what is popular in your niche and look at those trends.
0: Oh, that was a masterclass. I hope y'all were taking notes because she just dropped major gems about Pinterest. And you might've been sleeping on Pinterest, but it's really a great platform. And I know I just picked up some gems. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this so I can be like, okay, tell my, you know, talk to my VA, like, this is what we're going to do. So thanks for those amazing tips because Pinterest, even Instagram, there's so many ways to share your blog post to the world and we don't have to just stick to one way. So I'm really grateful for you sharing all these amazing ways that we can grow our side hustles and also make money because that's what we want to do, right? We love our businesses. And I think you said that in the beginning, and I think that is so important, loving what you do. If you don't love what you do, people are going to be able to tell. I say this all the time yeah. about this podcast. Y'all know I love social media and marketing. So every day when I get to talk to people like you, Natasha, I'm so excited because we share a love for like marketing and social media yeah. and it's fun. And so I just want you all to always keep that in mind. Yes. But- <laughs> I want to talk about books or resources. This is one of my favorite parts of the podcast. So along your journey of entrepreneurship and creating, you know, your side hustle to your full-time gig, what have been some books or resources that have helped you along the way?
1: Yes, absolutely. So I had took a course called Fast Academy with Natalia and she was she's uh, my business coach. So she really helped me go to the next level with webinars and things like that. Like I had had a hold on blogging and SEO and I'm still learning to this day, you know, because I feel like we're always, we should always be learning. But Natalia's course um, really helped me get a sense of just digital products as a whole and also marketing those digital products. It's a whole world that I did not know. I'm like webinars, master classes, and all this jazz. This is a whole nother world, but it has absolutely helped me, you know, uh, promote like my course, Block for Profit Academy, and do all those things. Um, I also, um, Love. I was listening to a podcast. I don't know if you know Nicole Walters. Um, her podcast is a really good podcast too. Brown Ambitious, I think that's the name of it. Um, another podcast with the Budgetista. I think that's the name of her podcast too. Um, those are just some podcasts um, that I have listened to as well. And a lot of them um, deal with you know personal finance and things like that. And I really have a love for those areas and topics as well. And Ooh, I also those- love Tabitha Brown too. I feel like her brand is really good. <laughs> oh
0: yes, I love so her. Tabitha. We love her. But those are some really good resources. Make sure you check out all of those podcasts. Those were—I mean, I love the Budgetista. I love her book too. I don't know if you read her book, but it's a really good book. She has a really good Facebook yeah. group. I've been a part of that for like ever. If you're it's trying awesome. to if you're trying to pay down some debt, follow her and follow Latasha because she will teach you how to pay down some <laughs> debt too. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I I paid off $40,000, uh, with the blog. Uh, so yeah. So financial literacy is so important to me. Like, absolutely. Cause I feel like we don't know enough about it.
0: We don't. And so I'm so glad to have you on the podcast to share these amazing gems of wisdom because that's what they are. Gems of wisdom. So I'm Y'all have to go back and take some notes now. Make sure you write these things down. Some gems were dropped today. But this has been such an amazing episode. And before we head out, definitely, where can we find you online? And I heard you talk about a course. We want to hear about this course or anything else that you would like to share with the listeners here today.
1: Yes, yeah, so you can find me at LatashaPeterson.com. You can also find me on Instagram at I am Latasha Peterson and on TikTok at I am Latasha Peterson as well. And on Facebook at I am Latasha Peterson. So basically, all throughout the platforms, I am Latasha Peterson. Um, and also, my course, Blog for Profit Academy, is geared towards new bloggers or bloggers who want to take and turn their blog into a profitable business so they can earn passive income.
0: Oh, and we'll make sure to put all that information down in the show notes. Please check out. That course, it sounds good because look, blogging isn't dead. And I'm sure that you may be listening and you're like, I want to take my blog to the next level and make some money. Maybe you want to pay off some debt. I know I need to pay off some debt. So we're going to be in this together. Okay, friends. So thank you again so much, Latasha, for coming on and sharing this. And if you love this episode, make sure you tag me on Instagram at MichelleLThings. And let me know what you liked about this episode today. Did you get any any new ideas about how you're going to monetize your blog and how you're going to create your next side hustle? And until the next time, y'all, peace.